Amen. 
And we thank you for your presence, for your power, for your mercy, and for your love. We worship and adore you this afternoon for your glory. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. We'll be going straight to the word of God together this morning from the book of 2 Kings chapter 1, verse number 10. The Bible reads as follows. Elijah answered the captain, If I am a man of God, may fire come down from heaven and consume you and your fifty men. The fire fell from heaven and consumed the captain and his men. At this the king sent to Elijah another captain with fifty men. And the captain said to him, Man of God, this is what the king says. Come down at once. If I am a man of God, Elijah replied, May fire come down from heaven and consume you and your fifty men. Then the fire from, of God fell from heaven and consumed him and his fifty men. So the king sent a third captain with the fifty men, and the third captain went up and fell at his knees. Before Elijah, man of God, he begged, please have respect of my life and the life of these 50 men, your, your servants. See, the fire has fallen from heaven and consumed the feast to captain and their men. But now respect, have a respect for my life. Then the angel of the Lord said to Elijah, go down to him. Do not be afraid. Of him, so Elijah got up and went down with with the king. To the king, he told the king, "This is what the Lord said: It is because there is is it because there is no God in Israel for you to consult that you have sent messengers to consult Beelzebub, the god of Ekron. Because you have done this, you will never leave the bed you are lying on." Hallelujah. We will start from verse number 10. The Bible says that um, Elijah answered the king. Uh, answered the captain. If I am the man of God, may the fire come down from heaven to consume you and your 50 men. The fire fell from heaven and consumed the captain and his men. Hallelujah. When we read clearly from this portion of the Bible, um, of course, a few days ago we heard that the king is, was, is sick. He, he actually hurt himself. He injured himself. As he has injured himself, the Bible says that... Um, he sent some messengers to go to consult Belzebub, the god of Ekron. And the Bible says that as they were going to consult the god of Ekron, 
the Bible said that God spoke to Elijah. Elijah, look, this man, the king of Israel, is consulting the God of Ekron, Balzebub. And the Bible says that Elijah now sent them, talked to the messenger and said to the messenger, uh, the reason that you are going, go and tell the king that is that, is it that there is no God in Israel? That's why you are going to consult to Balzebub, the God of Ekron. And the Bible says that when the servant went and talked to the king, oh, hey, is there no God there? I met the man like this. And when he described the man, the man, the king said that, okay, the man you are talking about, who you, you met, is not another, any man of God, that is Elijah the Tishbite. The man you are talking about is Elijah the Tishbite. Now go and arrest him. He sent the, 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 the captain with the 50 soldiers to go and arrest Elijah. When they arrived, they said that, hey, Man of God, as Elijah, he was on the hill. Listen to this one. Elijah was on the hill. You can tell that this hill that Elijah he was, this was the place where he, he fellowship with God. This was the place where he prayed. He was not just on the hill. This kind of a hill, it was not that the place where he stays. It's a place where he used to fellowship with God. It was a place where he prays. Uh, I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. You know, as a child of the living God, Amen. you must live in the presence of God. You must live in the power of God. When problem comes to you, when challenges comes to you, it must find you in the presence of God. In the presence of God, it, and the way you praise, it becomes your stronghold. It becomes your powerhouse. If anybody challenges you when you are in your powerhouse, they are taking chance. They are, they are taking chance. But if they can challenge you when you are not in your powerhouse, you are at the place of your weakness. But as a child of God, you must make sure that you are living in power. You are living in the presence of God. You are living in the glory. So that when the challenge comes to look for you, when the devil looks for you, he is finding yourself at the place of power. He is finding yourself at the place where, hey, no, if he can touch you, you will deal with them. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. So Elijah, he was in the place of power. It's not the time like when Jezebel was looking for him. When Jezebel was looking for him, he was not at the place of power. That's why he was scared. That's why he was running. He was not at the place of power. But today, the son of Jezebel, the son of Ahab is coming at the right time. He is sending the soldiers at the right time. That the soldiers are coming when Elijah is at the place where he prays. I'm saying to you, you must maintain this position. 
you must maintain this place where you pray because if a challenge can find you at your at your time that you are ready for it spiritually it won't move you it he is not scared of soldiers he is not terrified of soldiers he is not complaining with us about the soldiers he is just saying that if i be the man of god let the fire fall and the fire fell and consumed these soldiers became a sacrifice this uh, this this soldiers they were consumed by fire because they came when he was at his stronghold i want to tell you that you must make sure you must structure your life that you are always in the presence of god because you don't know the time where the problem will come you don't know the time the challenge will come the bible said that jesus christ when he advised his disciples say that pray so that you may not fall into temptation pray so that if the temptation can find that you are ready for it you won't be you won't be terrified you won't be chickening out that's why even when jesus christ was arrested the night before he make sure that he was prepared spiritually he go to the mountain and he spend that last after it he spend that night in prayer he make sure that he is arrested in prayer he make sure that he's being arrested after when he is prepared spiritually that's why even when the soldiers comes to arrest him he is not chickening out he is not scared he is not screamed screaming even when the whole day is on the sehendren is going to be crucified jesus christ is not chickening out Jesus Christ we don't finding him whether is before Pilate whether is before Caiaphas he is not scared he is so bold he is still talking like is the lord why because of what he was doing the night before the because of where he was arrested i'm saying to you when the problems looks for you when the challenge looks for you where will it find you will it find you in spirit will it find you in flesh will it find you in power where are you going to be you must be in spirit always i don't know whether you are hearing what i'm saying amen you must be in spirit always you must be charged always that's why even when you are seeing god every day and you are fellowshiping with god every day and god has has make you rest and everything is going well don't just relax use that time as a time to see god use that time as the time to to charge use that time as the time to pray so that the time when karma comes the time when the challenge comes you are not running around like a headless chicken you are not terrified you are not moved you are prepared spiritually i don't know whether you are hearing what i'm saying you are prepared spiritually you must be always prepared spiritually you must not be a person who you find yourself because some people when the things are going well they relax that when the enemy comes when the challenge comes that's when they're trying to pray they're trying to pray and they're praying very late when they're praying very late the time is not enough to pray 
some of the things they want you to to so that you have all already have prayed. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Some of the, the thing that Elijah is calling fire from heaven to just if I be the man of God, let the fire fall. He is charged. He is ready. He is not. Oh, I'm not, the Bible is not saying that this was the time that one soldier have come. This is the Bible. It's saying 50. 50 soldiers, not 60 police, not 60. The Bible is saying that 50 soldiers coming to arrest the man of God. But because the man of God is ready spiritually, he's not chickening. He's not crying. He's not complaining. He's just saying, if I be the man of God, let the fire fall and God respond at the same time. That if you want to be a Christian who God responds to your prayers the same time, who, who, who God responds to you the same time, it will depend on your relationship with him. It will be depend on your relationship with him. Part of the relationship, it will be a prayer life. It will depend how charged and how prepared are you spiritually. That's why I want to say that we must be a Christian who does not pray because there is problems. We must not pray because we are in trouble. It is hard to pray when you are in trouble. It is hard because here yeah, there is a burden of prayer and there is a burden of a problem. But if you are praying in time, fellowshipping with God in time, not less in prayer, when challenge comes, you are ready. One word you speak, an angel move. One word you speak, heaven move. One word you move, you speak, Jehovah move. Because you and Jehovah, you are what? You are one. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. You are. You are relationship with God. How much you spend time with him. How much you spend time in his activities. How much you pray. It will determine how much one are you. How much one are you with him the more you fellowship. That's why, that's why when you say that if I be the man of God, it, that's what he's saying. A man of God is a person who have got a relationship with God because of the activities and the responsibility that he do for Jehovah. He has become a man of God. He has become a man of God that he speaks Jehovah answers quickly. That's why the Bible said that the prayers of a righteous man are violent and they are powerful. They are powerful. The prayer of a righteous person. The prayer. Hey. The prayer of a what? Of a righteous person are effective. Are powerful. Of a man of God are powerful. He just said that if I be the man of God, let the fire fall. This time he's not praying like he is praying for the rain. When he pray for the rain, you can tell he is praying seven times and the rain come. But this time he's not doing like that. He's just calling fire one time. Fire one time. 
and it is falling because spiritually he is prepared. That's why I'm saying today, this afternoon, spiritually we must forever be prepared. We must forever charged. A Christian must always be charged. A Christian, a child of God, must not must must be all forever spiritually prepared, spiritually dangerous. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. This is the kind of the life that Jesus Christ lived. Jesus was forever ready. How did he make sure that he's ready? Every night he makes sure that last night, sometimes he will spend the whole night in the presence of God, just with God. The following day, Jesus is ready to perform a miracle. He does not struggle. To cause a miracle to take place, no struggle. He wants to open the blind eyes of Bartimaeus, no struggle. He just say. When Bartimaeus is crying, Hey, son of David, have mercy on me. Son of David, have mercy on me. He says, Oh, bring that blind man towards me. When the blind man comes, no struggle. We don't hear Jesus Christ try to struggle to open the blind eyes. He just says, Bartimaeus, okay, receive your sight. And the blind eyes open. When you have to perform any miracle, we realize how child Jesus Christ is. When, how do we see how he charge he is? Because he is not struggling for God to show up. Many people, many Christians are struggling to see God in their life because they are not becoming the man of God. They are not becoming the woman of God. When you become a man and a woman of God, you even begin to take care of God, of your responsibility of God. You reach a level where God begins to depend on your prayers. God begins to depend on you in certain services in such a way that as, as you have represented him many times in different things that he wanted you to take care of. Also, when you, you, you have become his man that even the day that you want to show up, it is so easy. You just speak a word, say, oh, this is my servant, and he, he show up quickly. Hallelujah. That was Elijah. Elijah, the Bible says that three groups of soldiers, not second group it came, he did the same. Second group came, he did, the, he called the fire, and the fire consumed. Until the third one, the third group, the Bible said that this, this soldier, this captain, when he see that other soldiers have been consumed by fire, he realized, hey, I'm not doing, I'm not dealing with an ordinary man. I'm dealing with the man of God. If I approach him the way I have others approach him, also him is going to turn into ashes. The Lord will deal with him. And they begin to say, he fall down and begin to beg. Oh, man of God, please, just have pity on me. 
just have pity of me, just come and... And the Bible said that when God began to descend, the angel with Elijah said, that Elijah, this one is telling the truth. He, he, he's not coming. He's not pretending. He really is honoring you. The Bible said that the angel said that, Elijah, go with him. And that's when the men of God begin to go with him. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. As a children of God, we are protected spiritually by God. Our biggest protection is not a physical protection. Our biggest protection is a spiritual protection. It's the time that as the children of the living God, we must depend upon the supernatural protection. We are not hearing that Elijah here. He was saying that, okay, let, um, he's depending on some physical protection. There was a gun, there was some spear, there were certain ushers who were going to protect Elijah. Elijah, he was protected supernaturally as he was living in the spirit. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. If you want to be protected physically, do what? Live in spirit. If... When the time arrives and you realize that, okay, oh, this person sometimes is in spirit, sometimes is not in the spirit, that's when you will realize that this man, uh, sometimes I've got some bodyguard, maybe I've got a gun in my house, maybe I've got this in my house. When it reaches that level, it's because I'm, I'm scared that sometimes I'm in spirit. Sometimes I'm not in spirit. I don't know whether you hear what I'm saying. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. If you are in spirit all the time, the supernatural protection will be always be what? Be available. There is no need for bodyguard. But if I know that sometimes I'm in flesh, I sometimes need a bodyguard. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. But if you constantly live in the spirit, the angelic, is available. God is available to protect you, to defend you, Amen. to fight for you. Hallelujah. Amen. Can you say because the midday service, can you say my day is blessed? My day is blessed. My family is blessed. My family is blessed. Our countries are blessed. Our, our, are our careers are blessed. Say no weapon fashioned against me shall prosper. I will not die before my time. I will never be sick in my life. I will never be poor in my life. Everything I touch is blessed. Everywhere I go, the favor of God is going with me. In the name of Jesus. Say, devil, take off your hand 
from my day. From my family. From my career. From my everything. In the name of Jesus. Say, angels, usher me everywhere I go, in everything I do. I lose angels now. Angels. Bring my harvest, my miracles, my testimonies, 